We here at Loading Ready Run consider ourselves to be actors, comedians, and scientists. But first and foremost, we consider ourselves to be podcasters. This is the LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for February 28th, 2009. I got it right that time. Yeah. I consider myself to be a podcaster. Yeah, yeah. So do I. I. Consider myself to be a pod person. Mm. Pod people. Pod people. Are we pod yeah. people? Invasion yeah. of the pod people, perhaps. I think perhaps I will not sit as close to Tim anymore. I think actually, Tim has already done his damage to you. Yeah. It's the rest of us that need to worry. Mm. He's already cloned you. Right. That's the. I. That's Invasion it. Invasion of the. Tim's pod a pod person. Tim's yes. a pod person. Tim's just biding his time until he can kill you and take your life. Yeah. <laughs> I sit here and smirk because there's nothing any of you can do. It's true. Why are you calling we've, the man with the hat? We've given up. Tim. Matt with a hat? That's really terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he has a hat. What do you want? Some kind of Dr. Seuss character now. <laughs> yeah, Matt with a hat. <laughs> uh, Tim's name is yeah. now Matt with a hat. It's <laughs> really? That's a shame. And, yeah. and it's, yeah, Sorry. You're, you're friends with Fox and Socks. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Lol, Matt and Tim look alike. I just made an original joke that no one's ever made before. Hey, that one was the least decent, okay? All right? Depends on your definition of decent. I find it funny. Moving um, on. So, this so week's video... Kill Matt? Well, first of all, actually, this week's podcast... First, you have to identify which one of us is the real I'll one. I'll kill you both, motherfuckers. It's fine. All right. <laughs> this week's I'll take podcast. you both together. I think I can handle it. Um... We have, uh, we're trying, uh, once again, we're going into bold new territories of microphoning, and bold. we've got uh, this mixing board here that we were, that was donated to us by Cake, and... Thank uh, you. Thank you, Cake. Yay. Super, it it's came a, here surprisingly fast. You're quite delicious, Cake. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. We, we discovered that the mixing board was not a lie, so thank you for that and the inevitable jokes therein. I was going to say we discovered the cake was not a lie when the mixing board showed up, but... Uh, well, of course, we, well, we knew he wasn't a lie. He's bought stuff before. Same joke, different words. Yes. Okay, okay, we're... we're Moving we're su- on. We're sufficient on the cake is a lie jokes. So yes. We can continue. And we rented some microphones and cables and little mic stands, and uh, this is probably the proest-looking microphone uh, podcast setup we've had so far. For sure, for sure. My, so. Yes. So let us know what you think. Um, I have a sinking suspicion it may sound basically the same or possibly worse than it has been before. Yeah. Just because for some reason that's how it goes. Yeah. But at least the, the onboard is, mic is just so good. It's weird. The hope is that at least um, it'll be a little bit more uh, even in volume, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. And, you know, everyone, we're all sitting around a table. Everyone is sharing four different microphones right now because there's four inputs on the board. Between yeah. six people, so not everyone's sharing. And we don't have to yeah. huddle around the uh, laptop as much. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So hopefully uh, it will be good. Uh, but we are still working out the kinks. So so let us know what you think on the Expect, the yeah. On a, on a related note, I've been working out to the kinks. It's a great band. They yeah. are a great band. Got a good beat that you can work out to. You know, getting yeah. in shape, yeah. So... Um, this week's video was Fun with Microwaves 2, which we shot how almost, long ago? Almost a year End ago, I think. April. Uh, End of April. Really? Of last year, yes. Okay. Was, this, uh, is, uh, this is, of course, Raymond joining us. Yes. Um, I know this because a lot of the stuff uh, we got was discounted uh, Easter. Was don't, di- don't touch them. 
Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, just, we're, we're getting we're used working to this on like stuff. the etiquette of like which, which bits of the microphone you can and cannot touch, which is none of them. Yes. So, but uh, yeah, we shot this a couple months after the original one, uh, with the intent of using it, and I don't know why we didn't. It was probably that there was like a I think we had, I, we there had was a like a topical videos. video that had yeah, to go up. We had a couple videos banked, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I think there was two or three videos, and then it just got shelved, and then it didn't have a label. Yep, that yeah, from was, what that I was heard, the, that was part of the problem. <laughs> was then, that the tape got lost, and then it got lost. Yeah, and then so uh, it went back, and then we couldn't really remember what was on it, and so. Uh, but triumphant return, have fun with microwaves. Yeah. Uh, oh, pardon me. Oh. I'm sorry, it's been pardon a long you day. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, uh, yeah, uh, looked at the footage and put it together, and uh, up it went. Um, there. A lot of the ones in this video were based on suggestions from people in the forums, mm-hmm. uh, and which we've already got a ton of, I think, even better suggestions from doing this video. Yeah, you guys in the forums now are much cooler than the people in the forums a year ago. Even <laughs> though some of you are the same people. Yeah, you're a cooler version of yourself now. Exactly. Um, so if we do do a Fun with Microwaves 3, which I would certainly like to, um, it will be um, there bigger is, and badder and better. There is one snag. Uh, the original three microwaves we had are no more. Oh, no. Uh, yes, unfortunately. the well, well, there's reasons why we didn't film with the, the first two, because uh, the first one is too small, and uh, the second one was dangerous to use because um, the power cord was frayed and it didn't have a ground, and I've nearly been shocked by ungrounded stuff before, and that was no fun. And the third one, well, the one that we used in all the videos, which was the best, uh, had been pretty badly damaged uh, by fire at one point, like the ceiling where the fan is. Uh, I remember, uh, I, th- I forget which one we tried uh, where, where fire screwed up the top of it, and then I noticed it wasn't giving as much, I guess, power. I don't know what It was know. also really, really dirty. Yes. <laughs> dirty, dirty. Lots of marshmallow stuff in there. Because cause I remember we tried that some... That gram st- eight. I think, yeah. I think the marshmallow stuff is probably the best thing in that microwave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's probably a lot of really bad stuff in there. We did try a lot of stuff in this video, and I know this video looks rather short, but a lot, like half It's still like stuff. nearly six minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, we'll compare it to that. Uh, but, but yeah. Yeah, pretty much half the stuff we tried didn't work on this one, and I remember we we just went down the list. Like, it was, it was anything from ranging from like piles of cinnamon to whole cans of Coke to uh, giant circuit boards, which surprisingly didn't do much. Yeah, the circuit board didn't do yeah, a thing. Yeah, it didn't do a thing, and 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 a donated vintage 1940s radio tube, and it did nothing. There was also right. um, I recall from I recall from watching the footage there was a a capsule full of um, like the silver ball cake decorations. I don't think they were actually silver. <laughs> well, no, well, but yeah, the, those, the little those, silver colored balls. Yeah. The little, like, Nothing. metallic little ball-bearing su- uh, yeah, sugar things. things. I think everybody hates those things. Um, yeah. yeah, there was the pile of cinnamon with, uh, with like, water in it or something. I don't know how cinnamon... Why, why was cinnamon was, supposed to react? It was, it was a form suggestion. Uh, we, 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 we tried a lot of the form stuff, e- even though we thought they'd... Well, on the off chance there would be something like soap. I never knew soap would ever do anything. Uh, soap was amazing. Was told about but, uh, it. Was like, the uh, oh. there, your dad also tried a like a beetle, like a the dead like cool. a dead beetle. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, my god, a, I forgot. Like a, <laughs> like a preserved yeah. beetle. Paul or John or no, Ringo. it was like this big. Oh. It was it was it was oh. rhino. Oh. Or rhino star. That would be one of the dead ones. Yes, it couldn't exactly. be Paul. That was an yeah. awful joke. Man, Tim's funny. You know what? Screw you, Matt. 
dun, anyway, dun, dun. I just got told. We also told. tried something that the lots of people, <laughs> lots of people suggested: put a microwave in the other microwave. The only we problem wanted, is our smaller one so wouldn't fit. We, yeah. we wanted to do that on the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is us, right? I mean, obviously, we're going to put a microwave inside another microwave if yeah. we could. Yeah, that's like telling the MythBusters to blow it up. Um, yeah, I have an extra microwave which I'd be willing to donate. If the the real the real trick is finding a ginormous microwave and a really I tiny a, it's one. It's kind of a smaller one. Because mm. right. the problem, like like Ray had a really big one. Yeah. But, you want one of the big, really old ones. But but there's yeah. even the really big ones. Wood the actual yeah. the actual space inside is not that big. Like the really big you're microwaves right, usually right, yeah. just have more space there, around it. There really needs to be some like room sized microwaves that you know you can fit people inside. Because that seems like the the classical way to get a super powered person of some sort. Or or if you oh, were a super yeah. villain, that sounds like a really unpleasant you mean way to die. how often those. If, if you were a super villain, that'd be a good way to kill someone. Or radioactive goo thrown in your eyes is probably the best way to get super. Do you remember that movie? Gamma rays. Was it what, was it Ghost in the Machine where where like like this guy he gets CT scanned and a lightning storm hits this hospital and he gets into like electronics and then he opens a microwave in a room and a guy's standing in the room. And since the microwave doors open, all the microwave uh, stuff microwaves the room, and the entire I room microwaves. I do not he, remember that. And he like nope. his skin bubbles and. But it sounds incredibly scientifically plausible. I do yeah. remember seeing a, uh, a clips of an unaired TV pilot starring Scott Bakula, <laughs> where yes. he plays a uh, a uh, astrophysicist, I believe, who's uh, or some sort of scientist or whatever. He's he's building a teleporter. And the girl down the hall is working on a satellite. And he figures that the test of his teleporter, he should really impress this girl, so he teleports into her lab and ends up occupying the same space as the satellite. So <laughs> depend from from scene to scene, he his appearance changes randomly uh, to totally normal human-looking Scott Bakula to normal... Hu- uh, normal-looking human Scott Bakula with a robotic arm, or a complete full-on cyborg, <laughs> and was it, there was no. It went forward and backwards, and there was no reason or no like transformation. Was this from the eighties? This was um, no, the best pilots that never were. Or yeah, was it early nineties? Yeah. No, given, was, given that uh, it was a the pilot, 90s, they yeah. probably yeah. did that just to demonstrate what it would be like for him. Like different ways they could portray him over the course of the series because it would have just been a pilot episode. I guess, but still, it looked really dumb. It would have been part wow. of their pitch it's, since it never aired. I, I love that there's that, that conceit that is used in, you know, all those those really crappy, uh, you know, people being, uh, uh, you know, sucked into the internet or sucked into computers, which for some reason gives them not only control of all computer networks, but control of just all things electronic. Yeah. Like, you can, you know, because you are in a computer, that means you can, like, make a lamp, like, hop after people and attack them. You know what show uh, was awesome? Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Oh, yes. Remember that one? Quantum Leap, mm-hmm. I think, is a yeah. valid answer to that as well. Let's power well, it up. Well, I'm talking specifically about what Paul was just talking about. I know. Because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe, it, Bakula, I don't believe at any point during Quantum Leap does Scott Bakula control computers. No, yeah. you're, you're probably right. If, Except if, when he's actually, like... If anybody Physically could controlling a computer, but yes, with his hands, with his hands, yes, and telling it what to Ama- do with Scott Bakula has commands. can do such amazing things. He can type on a keyboard. He can travel back in time within he his own lifetime with his and mind. change historical events so that they work out for the better. So can I? Look, to get home, he can be in a really bad Star Trek series. He can. He can do that. 
okay, we don't need to actually sing the entire theme song for that. Going for the entire theme song. Anyway, yeah. uh, moving right along. So is there any other? What else with the microwaves? Well, um, I, I I do remember we tried to do a video camera taping while in the microwave, but really? the problem is, yeah, I. Oh yeah, but we couldn't get the door closed on. We we couldn't get the door closed, and the video camera itself had issues with the battery. Like it would turn on and turn off, and it wouldn't film properly. So we just passed on it, and. I, I don't know if I still have that video camera or not. I can't get it to power up, so I don't know. I guess we passed that. Also, I don't ever want to do anything with batteries in it anymore uh, since since with Microwaves 1, the Furby uh, oh, yeah. made the microwave permanently, I mean permanently, smell of horrible chemical, <laughs> like, death. Dude, like, I love the Furby. Bad though. times. The Furby one was awesome. It smells also, indescribable. A lot of people said fluorescent lights, which we don't want to do. Well, I well, well, somebody actually pointed out those LCD screens actually do have a similar was it fluorescence or, or it's mercury. They, or mercury. They, they use the same kind. Of, they use a CFL yeah, light. Yeah, awkward. Awkward. It's it's the main thing. I just were the mercury. Fans? I'm not super excited about doing mm. anything that has a large potential of exploding. You know, I mean, we're all for science, but uh, we don't have the like blast shield that MythBusters has. Hmm. Although. If anybody wants to give us a blast shield. Yeah. yeah. Lexan or whatever it's called. <laughs> whatever. It seems like a good problem. Let's do some gasoline. Well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Fun, fun with handguns. Yeah. One. Let's put some whiskey, you know, and some gasoline in there. Yeah. Fun with info. Fun, fun, with, fun with handguns. Just shoot various things. <laughs> <laughs> like a Lexan shield. Like people it. standing behind it. Turns out it just makes holes in things. Confirm. <laughs> 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 let's, let's see what happens if we shoot a bar of soap with a gun. <gasps> a hole appears in it. Wow, that was amazing. What happens if we shoot the other thing with a gun? <gasps> a hole appears in it. Wow. Well, I think the myth is more plausible than confirmed. <laughs> yeah. What if you just pistol whip it? It'd be hard to make a hole appear. I think Alex and there's a pistol with it again. Yeah. He did it with the meat, so... That was yeah. pretty awesome. I was actually I was watching a, a TV show the other day that had this guy, he was trying to break into this, there's like a glass uh, a window, and he's like, runs up, and he like, start, he punches it, and it, it won't go down. He's like, ah! And he takes out it, like, takes out his gun, and like, hits it with the barrel of this gun, and he's like, ah, oh, damn it! And then he starts to go away, and he's like, wait a minute, and he just shoots it with the gun. He's like, oh, right, I have this gun that I've been using to pistol whip it. It actually <laughs> works as a gun as well as just a thing to whack stuff with. Oh, what? Anyway. All right. So, uh, yeah, fun, fun with Microwaves 2. Can you expect a fun with Microwaves 3? Quite possibly. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to get more disposable microwaves. Yeah. Everyone's going in a radically new direction uh, with it. Like, I don't know, like, like, like maybe possibly get the video camera thing to actually work this time. Fun with microwaves in outer space. space. On a train. On a I don't know. Plane. Every series jumps the shark when it goes to space. No. Yeah. Not every series. Star, no, Star Trek didn't jump the shark when Star it went Trek to space. I think they already jumped the shark Matt. and then they went to space to try to, you know. Star Trek started in space. Yeah. It doesn't count. <laughs> it's, it, it could have jumped the shark it was, in the first it was, episode. Yeah, it was pre-shark jumped. It, uh, Everyone knows that things are awesome when they start on the other side of the shark. See, Star Trek would have jumped the shark if the, like, oh, that would have been, oh. I was just thinking about how bad Star Trek would have been if they had, like, like halfway through the show, they had like crashed the Enterprise on a planet, and they just started like hanging out on the planet, and they never went to space anymore. Oh, that'd be <laughs> awful. They'd be lost in space. Half a again. season of yeah, being on this planet. <laughs> yeah, and we don't need more lost in space. Yeah. So what 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 we're playing now? Sure. Okay. What are we playing now? You want to start, Graham? Why don't you begin? Uh, well, Morgan came over. Um, uh, about a week. Uh, as I mentioned last podcast, Morgan came over and started playing Fallout, and so I started 
playing more Fallout. And I've just beat the game with my evil character. Nice. So oh, I, you actually beat it. Yeah. So I'm only three achievements away from having a perfect thousand, uh, which is the achievements for getting a neutral character to levels 8, 14, and 20. So that'll be the next goal like, in that game. After, after doing, like, pure good and pure evil, since neutral doing, seems doing, weird. Yeah, neutral seems like kind of a, like a letdown. Like, do you get actually different responses if you're neutral? As uh, no, it's more, it's more just sort of balancing. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't sound that exciting. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, achievements, Paul. I'll make it interesting. I'm also probably going to download... Um, Am I the only one who doesn't give a shit about achievements? Like, yeah, probably. Well, no, no, I mean... I don't care much because I don't have many. I don't have an Xbox 360, so yeah, I don't really care. It, it's, I just don't think they prove anything. Well, it, no, no, it's not I, about I, proving. Through, they yeah. prove your e It's a whole psychological thing. It's a, it's a token reward. It's basically, like... Except that there's no token economy built into them. But it's uh, it's basically just like a you've done something cool. Here's a little shiny thing to prove to yourself that you've done it. Gold it, stars. Basically, yeah, it's a gold uh, star, and it's not. It's what? uh, it, it's Sorry. not that it's anything more than just some little. I use it as an excuse to play yeah. again. It's like yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, there's three more things. Great. Now I have now I have like. Not only like I'm not just playing it more for fun because I am enjoying it. I also will, will be getting something. I mean, comparison would be Warcraft Three when you play ladder matches and you get you know ranks up and levels up, so you can say you know I'm I'm level ten in Warcraft Three. Um, your account that is not your characters in the game. It, I mean, similarly, it doesn't mean much except to say, well, look, I've played this much and beaten this many people. Yeah, it doesn't mean that much. Yeah, it, it, it's not meant to mean much though. I mean, it, it works on a couple of levels. Yeah. One, you Having respond said that, like on a psychological like neurochemical level you respond to be giving being given a little reward like that when you complete an objective that you've been trying towards well i get that when i but, beat the game you know but, I mean? but this then adds steps to that so it, it keeps you you know it gives you a little little sort of step rewards as you go and brings you into games a little deeper having said that there are people who do treat it in the way that bill objects to which i also kind of object to who are like i must get all the achievements oh my god look yes. at look and at my game really score ridiculous how you get the achievements and and really the next thing I was going to get to, it's also a marketing vehicle oh, yeah. for the people who treat it like an e-peen. Yeah. Because if you get a thousand achievements on this game, then you don't have to play it anymore. You can go play the next game and get another thousand achievements. And it works brilliantly. I mean, there are a lot of people who are just out there to achievement whore. People yeah. who buy a lot of games. Those are the people I don't say they play achievement whores. Um, so yeah, been playing the and achievements have been showing up when they showed up in WoW. Just like great, awesome. Yeah, but the I mean the achievements in WoW again, it's just a little token reward for yeah. doing something. There's there's and a little bit of EPing because you can I you got can compare achievements with other day. people. I had a, I killed one person of every race. Yes. And I got an achievement for that. I was like, that's great. That's great. Um, wow, that is kind of weird. But uh, yeah. there are some achievements that give you special titles in the game yeah. and, uh, and give you special mounts and things like that. It's a reward system. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that's actually all I've been playing really. Um, watched Kathleen play some more Persona Four, which is awesome, and you should get it. But that's uh, that's about it. Bill, I've only really been playing Dota. I haven't playing a lot of video games recently, so um, just Dota and some WoW. All right, uh, Ray. A little bit of Team Fortress uh, Two. They came out with the Scout update, Scout. and I'm. Scout update, uh, and I've been playing a class I almost never play, which is the Pyro, because now uh, you see a horde of scouts running around the corner, and you just immolate them all. 
Nice. Did you not used to be able to do that? Oh, because everyone's playing scouts. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because because so many people are playing scouts, it's just so much easier now. So, so like usually, usually the the bane of the pyro is like uh, going up against what like a soldier or 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 what or a heavy or whatnot because it takes it's it's uh, harder to to kill them with the flamethrower, but with scouts like they. Like die real fast. yeah, yeah, they die real fast, and if you already have them on fire, usually before they can run away to help, they usually die in the process. So, so you just like flame an entire crowd, and they're all running around on fire, and then they all drop, drop like flies, mm. pretty much. So Raymond's like been having fun playing a flamer. <laughs> so you kill like oh, six people in one go. Um. Well, I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't really watch the score too much, but I just noticed that yeah, it's it's causing a lot of people to run around on fire. Like scout that's, running and jumping, and that's always fun. Screaming and dying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul, uh, I have been. Let, let me guess. Wait, yes. oh, wait. Uh, actually, oh man, Okami oh. totally blew my mind. Uh, wow. So I'm playing along. Um, Did you okay. beat it? No, not yet. No. But okay. So the story of Okami, right? It's like this guy, uh, you know, this big demon thing is attacking this village, uh, or attacked this village a hundred years ago. Uh, and then this god came and stopped the, in the form of a white wolf, stopped the god, and then died, and they made him into a statue. And then 100 years later, you are uh, re, the reincarnation of this god, trying to get all your power back so you can fight this guy again, in which you do. And then goes on and on and on and on and on, as I've talked about in previous podcasts. Uh, I got to this point where I go through this little, like, through this portal, and I go back in time. <laughs> Wow. And I started, and, I, and when I first went back in time, I was like, oh crap, am I going to have to like do everything again? Oh, but, shit. But yeah. like Chrono Triggers, like, have they remade the entire world, but just like yeah. in the past? And going along, and it becomes apparent that it's 100 years in the past. And then I was like, oh, shit. That means, oh, that means that I'm the guy who was in the actual legend at the very beginning of the game. And the reason why I'm all, the reason why the guy, like, the reason why this in the story, uh, he's all powered up is because I've been playing through the game, getting all this stuff, and then went back in time, and I'm full power now. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, oh, but uh, would you? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, and then awesome. somehow I, except I didn't die and get turned into a statue, so I don't know quite how that works. So, they, uh, man, it's got a really neat story, like the way everything like pulls together, and it's like, wow. So, and I'm still not at the end. I'm still fighting these. There's apparently this big. Uh, I know I've got the final brush technique, which means I can freeze things now. Uh, and so, yeah, it continues to be cool. So I suggest you play it and ignore all the uh, spoilers I've been giving, because <laughs> I was just gonna say spoilers. Yeah. I, you know, we we talked about it at the at the uh, KCon, you know, the statute of limitations on spoilers. One, the game hasn't been out ten years. Two, I believe you're playing my copy, aren't you? Nope. Oh. I'm not. Why would that make any difference for spoilers? Because that would mean that there was no conceivable way I could possibly have played it before you, unless I had actually played it before you borrowed it from me. So I could. Yeah, so considering, considering you had, you, I thought you had my copy. That would mean that for everything you were spoiling for me while in possession of my copy, I could not possibly have beaten you to playing. Unless you while played you it in had the, my copy. Unless you had played it in the four years before. <laughs> Besides, you know, the point. you think the, the fact that you this own that, <laughs> yes. See, unlike normal people, the fact that you own the game is not actually an indication of whether you played it or not. Entirely beside the point. Uh, anyway, 
Matt, what have you been playing? Uh, well, naturally, I play a lot of WoW. Um, there's that thread in the Games and Gaming Forum that uh, I update periodically with whatever I've been doing in WoW. If anything, if I have been doing anything interesting, I haven't been doing anything particularly interesting of late, so I haven't really updated it with anything new. I've just been sort of chatting WoW with people. Um, I know my guild is aiming to down Sarth plus three uh, this weekend, which will put us at a... Is that, is that the guy's name? Uh, Sartharian uh-huh. is his name. Uh-huh. And then he has these three Drake companions that... Yeah. I thought that was like so a... it's an option to so get the them way you can, Yeah, the way you can f- play the, the encounter is you can kill each of the three uh, mini-bosses separately and then kill Sartharian, or you can leave any number of those three still alive and fight Sartharian with them up. Uh-huh. Um, and if you leave them up, A, you have these other bosses to fight while fighting the main boss, but they also all cast this ridiculous debuff on your raid that makes it way, way harder. Uh-huh. Do you get better stuff, though? But you get better loot for beating him. And the, the hardest encounter Address in the, the game... Address the microphone. You, oh. you just keep turning away to Sorry. face Paul and Bill. Uh, so it's... The... Uh, the hard, the hardest encounter in the game right now is Sartharian with three drakes up, and if we beat that, then we will have cleared all end game content until Alduar when that comes out in May. What the March? hell? Didn't Frozen Throne like just come out? Or yes, Alduar is just a content patch. There was a guild yeah. who had beaten all of Frozen Throne within like two weeks. Yeah, I know, but I, th- I yeah. thought the con- I, like I thought the new like new things only came out like once a year. Or something. No, 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 no. Content patches come out pretty regularly, a couple of times a year. Oh, they they add like new dungeons and whatnot. Yeah, they'll add like a new dungeon here and there or what have you. Um, the the expansion packs add continents, like whole continents. So it's the difference between a content patch and a continent patch. Yeah, yeah. basically. I, I like the I like the idea that it's like. You know, everyone's been playing along this for a couple of years, and they're like, hey, wait a minute, there's a continent over there nobody noticed before. Oh, let's all go over there now. I really yeah. want to make an incontinent patch joke, but I can't think of a good one. <laughs> that was good enough. That was good enough. Okay, fair enough. Um, and uh, yeah, then They stopped putting those out. Con- yeah. yeah, aside from that, I played a little Super Metroid earlier. That was fun. Morgan, fun yeah. times. Fun and uh, I played a few minutes just just a very few minutes of Call of Duty 4 on my PC while I was waiting for Graham to shoot a scene a few minutes ago, and that was fun, and I think I may play some more of that this evening. Nice. My turn. Tim. So I've been playing a little bit of Tetris on my iPod Touch, which infuriates me because the controls are so poor compared to a keyboard. Uh, anyways, I've also been playing uh, some online poker, which I haven't done in a while. Uh, just for play money because I have spent real money on online poker before and it didn't last that long and I just find I didn't enjoy it anymore. I was actually a little more stressed about it. Hmm. So I've uh, heard that you can make a lot fair amount of money at online oh poker. Oh yeah, if you're good. And I'm I'm not I'm not quite good enough that I that I would like and also you have to pay really close attention to win in online poker consistently, mm-hmm. which I usually do, but I don't pay yeah. quite close enough that I'd want to risk real money on it. You can't you can't read the, you can't read the person, right? Which is I mean, yeah, there's well, actually uh, I was actually reading an interesting article talking about um, online poker uh, robots, like uh, uh, automatic systems, like huh. it's like you know chess playing robots and stuff, whereas, oh, yeah. and they can actually pretty much beat anybody at online poker, but not obviously it's real nice. real life. Right. Face to face poker, they're missing all this information. But online poker, they're on an even footing because yeah, you can't read it's people. It's basically anywhere. a probability game. Once you understand the probabilities, yeah. Like, and I mean, what's the probabilities of you know me getting my hand versus them having getting their hand? Yeah, and then I mean, and that would that would be really hard about playing against a robot because you can't predict anything. Like when you even when you're playing online against a player, after you've been playing with them for half an hour or, or whatever, you start to get a sense of you know with these cards up, there's 
you know, this much chance they'd be bluffing or, you know, this person never seems to bluff. Right, right. You know, um, with a robot, you could, or a computer playing, you could, you'd never be able to tell because they could just totally randomize when they're going to bluff and when they're not. Mm. Right, so that would be really hard. Um, but, yeah, but I've, I've been having a lot of fun with it, uh, with, with doing that, and I do it every now and then. Every now and then I go on these little poker kicks, and then I end up going back to Nanaimo playing with my brother and his friends and 50% of the time winning all their money. Nice. I've been watching so. uh, a lot of poker after dark because... You picking up the terms yet? Uh, some of them. Uh, I still don't follow Gutshot. Gutshot, that's only for uh, for straights. Yeah. It's when you've got uh, four cards of a straight. Um, th- there's a, an open-ended straight draw and yeah. a Gutshot straight draw. Okay, the, okay, the open-ended, I know what that means, yeah. is that you've got like four, four five, six, seven. And so if you get a three or, or an eight, eight then right. you have a straight. Gutshot just means you got an inside card. So you'd have four, five, seven, eight. So you need to get a six. Oh, okay. That's the only difference. Okay, because it, it, it would take it would take so, a lot of guts to bet on that. I guess. Well, and it's also know. like in the middle, <laughs> it's right? right? In the middle. Right. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be right in the middle though. It's just one card. Of but it. but it like it's inside. Yeah. If so it's it, a gut yeah. shot. Yeah. And okay. and they often do call them inside straight draws as well. Yeah. Okay. And you said that that when someone gets the nuts, then they that that's the hand that they know that there there is no other hand better than theirs. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that and it's it's not just that. It's not just that the, the the announcer watching can tell; it's that the player themselves the knows. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. It's just because that's that's what happens is when when they when they deal the flop, and that's when the, that's when they get that. That's where they it's say the that nut flop. Yeah. That's where that's where the player flops the nuts. Yeah, exactly. Which sounds right. really funny right. to me. Anyway, I was watching that, but they had a uh, they had a, a, a week because every they uh, they do a game over the course of a whole week. And they did uh, the Nets versus the Vets, which is like veteran players who like make their living off of it versus um, uh, versus high winning players who only really play online. And it was it was it was pretty interesting to see how the how they sort of differently played in person. Have you uh, been picking up on any favorite players yet? You've uh, seen that many of them. I I recognize a lot of faces. Uh, Phil Helmuth shows up a lot. Yeah, he on Poker After Dark. He's there all the time. Yeah, he sometimes just comes in to sit around and make fun of them. Yeah, uh, Doyle Brunson. Oh, classic. Who's awesome? And it's so weird because I've seen like episode upon episode of this old guy who wears a cowboy hat. He runs his own poker website. He's like a ten-time uh, champion or whatever, and he's sitting there, and uh, he just looks like a totally normal guy. And then he stands up. And he's the size of a house. <laughs> like, the dude is literally shaped like a pear. But if you only see him from, like, mid-chest height up when he's sitting at a poker table, he looks like a normal skinny guy. And then he stands up, and he's, like, this big. It's totally bizarre. But, man, can that guy play poker. My uh, my favorite would have to be, um, I call him Kid Poker. It's Daniel Negreanu. He's Canadian. I've seen him, yeah. yeah he's, he's so much fun. I love because he's always positive. He's either He's either, you know, poker deadpan. Or smiling and laughing, making jokes back and forth with everyone. Yeah. But he doesn't. He you know he teases people, but he doesn't mock anyone. So he's he's a really happy you know happy fun fun guy to watch because mm-hmm. the guys who talk all the time are the fun ones. But there are a couple of guys like uh, Mike Matiso. He's they call him the, the mouth because he's always he actually pisses people off. Yeah, exactly, and intentionally. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's a good strategy and it works to try and get him to show something. Yeah, just yeah. just to get people talking, because the more somebody else is talking, the more you can read off them. And also, if you can't do deadpan, you may as well go completely the other direction. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like, he's if impossible. Talk, if you're talking yeah. all the time. Yeah, he's but impossible he to read, because so he's much. always talking. Hmm. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's sort of a digression. That's what oh, yeah. th- that's what we're watching now. Mm. Uh, oh, actually, I should bring up the Askler questions because it's been a while since we've done. Probably should have brought up the Askler questions yeah. already. Well, so maybe pause it. Or no, it's okay. We can we can talk about other things. Uh, dead air, dead air. Oh my god. Like, um. Oh yeah, right. We got to um. We got to pick the runners' winner. Yeah. Uh, which means we'll have to actually like look through the. Uh, so we yeah. w- we will have to pause to go through. Uh, all those entries because there were so many good entries, time. so many amazing entries. Yeah, yeah but we'll do the, we'll do the Askler first. So uh, yeah, time. Uh, yeah. Props to all of you for the uh, fantastic entries. Yeah, you know, I, like I said before, uh, you know, comparing the people on the forum now to the people on the forum a year ago, uh, you guys are definitely cooler. And even if you were the same people, obviously hanging around our forum for a year has made you cooler. Some of our cool is rubbing off on you. So. Askler. Unpause time. Uh, last time, which was two weeks ago, that we actually went from the Askler thread, uh, we asked, we answered one of two questions from Element Shaw. The second one being, who is your favorite wrestler? Uh, mine, of course, is Y2J Chris Jericho. Cause really? he, yeah, because he's awesome. Like, okay, not only is he like a good wrestler, but he's hilarious on the mic, and he's Canadian, and he's always been entertaining. Whether he's a face or a heel, he's always entertaining. Very I, entertaining. I mean, I haven't watched wrestling in a really, really long time. Um, I, I I always really liked Bret Hart. I think he was yep. again. He was Canadian, and also he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think Bret Hart was ever like he was pretty much face all the time. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Well, there was yeah, the Hart Foundation. They did some stuff because you know, they were Canadian. Oh right, they did right. Because then there and they the, like the ooh, Un-Americans and ooh, look, we're Canadian. And they would like play the Canadian national anthem when they come in and, and stuff. hold hold American flags upside down and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. Well, The Rock is always awesome. Yeah. I can probably watch the sum total of... Uh, or I can probably number the sum total of uh, all the episodes of wrestling I've watched on one hand. Uh, so I'm pretty much going to have to go with The Rock as well because I've thoroughly enjoyed a number of movies he's been in. And uh, I'm interested to see the new Witch Mountain movie because I too. I I love the original. I used to watch that on like Sunday afternoons so when it was good. on the Disney Channel. Uh, yeah, I I remember being kind of freaked I out about it actually. Chance. Yeah, like just because you know the kids were sort of about my age and they were like all you know being chased and stuff. The kids yeah, definitely not, look like they have way more impressive superpowers this time. It's mm. not a standard happy kids movie, so that's and that's good. Well, they may have changed it to make it a standard kid Which happy I kids think movie. So. I think I think it's probably going to end up being a bit more comedy, especially having Dwayne Johnson in it. Yeah, mm. he seems that's, just like he seems like he, you know, if he's in a kids movie, it's going to be a comedy. That's like the one, That's the great thing about The Rock is that he's done such a good job of like not, not taking being him, called Dwayne all the time, not <laughs> taking himself seriously. Like he's Dude, yeah. his name is Dwayne. He's this huge muscular guy <laughs> who actually Dwayne. has Dwayne. But but sorry, but he's this huge muscular guy who his actually has Johnson. That's why yeah, we know he's what? we know he's named Dwayne Johnson. You just keep repeating that. <laughs> we know we are accepting that his name is Dwayne. We're gonna I'm just find. Sorry, I'm glad. Uh, you know, I'm glad Everyone that he has the that. term "the Rock." You know, instead of his. Actual he's name. been transitioning away. He's now yeah. Dwayne Johnson. He is billed in movies as Dwayne Johnson again. Really? Yes, yes he's that, I'm sorry for him then. Anyway, okay. uh, Paul, you were saying. Anyway, I just like he's this big, strong, muscular guy who actually has comedic timing, which is yeah, very true. unusual. Yeah, uh, true. And I, uh, yeah, because you know, rather than being a little scrawny yeah. like writer, of the few wrestling matches I've seen, yeah, he was pretty cool, good on the mic. You know. Yeah. As guys go, Matt? well, the the timing of my joke is now lost. So, oh, I, uh, well, fair enough. Little point in my making it. If uh, he goes on to ask, if you were a wrestler, <clears throat> what would your ring name be? Or if in a tag team with another member of the crew, what would the tag team be? Mm. 
I always thought that if I was going to be a wrestler, you know, obviously I couldn't, you know, body slam people. Yeah, I wouldn't I, be a very good wrestler. I, I would have to be like the guy who's got like a special like thumb hold. There's like some sort of crazy like ninja hold that I could do on people and they go, ah, no. And then they like all contort themselves. I'd have to be like a manager. I'd, I couldn't actually be a wrestler. Mm. I, I, I don't know if any of us could. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I could be the blob. Or, no one And the Bill's pretty the tall. Blob. Or, or they like... They like or tall people. Matt and I could team up. Ah. We could just go by our own names, and our tag team name could be Antimatter. Mm. Ah. Spell it out and see what I did there. And then, and what, no, what you what, what you would do there. what you would do is you you wouldn't actually be a tag team. You would be you like you would go in to like single matches, but then just keep switching places. So to keep to keep so it's like you're always fresh while the other guy keeps getting tired. There was no, actually, no, no. You on, just keep bumping the refs. Recently, so they don't know. Uh, recently on SmackDown, actually, they debuted a. Uh, female tag team that are twins but it wasn't revealed that they were twins for the longest time it was just one person and then she'd like get beaten around and then go and hide under the ring and then immediately come out again all refreshed and full of vigor and That's everyone awesome. yeah and everyone was like what's going on and then eventually it was like they're twins lol speaking uh, of hiding under the ring twins, what was that guy who used to come out from under the ring what? with all the worms and eat them oh uh, the boogeyman yeah yeah he's around I saw a little bit of wrestling a few months ago, and it seemed really weird. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he's a you know he's a joke character, but everyone loves him. See, like to me, that would, like that would be tough, you know. Like if you make your thing, you know, eating worms, like it, to it that's time. gonna be that's a hard life, you know. Like yeah. you've set yourself a hard road, you know. Whereas other guys are just you know doing their like their thing is that they're awesome, or their thing is that they're <laughs> you know the thing is that they do a really cool choke slam or something. Yeah, your thing is eating worms. It's like you know. Really think about that before you commit. Um, who's the guy who staples dollar bills to his face? Oh, uh, the guy in, from The Wrestler? Yeah. That's uh, Necro Butcher. Yeah, yeah I kind of like in, that guy. He's my favorite Yeah, again. Guy. He's in CZW. He's same, not, well, same, actually, he's in ROH now. But. Same thing. If you've made your one distinguishing factor that you just are going to get your ass, like, he just staples destroyed. Your face. Like, you're just going to get all bloody and nasty every single match. Yeah. That's a really hard road that you've set for yourself. He's a, yeah, he's an interesting guy, Necro Butcher. <laughs> The name Necro Butcher is pretty dope. Yeah, he has a... That'd be a good handle for I something. I kill dead things. Yeah, yeah, which really isn't that scary when you think the about it. Necro Butcher <laughs> slaying you, on, you, you know. You don't even kill dead things, I, per se. You just sort of chop them that, up. When you think about it, that's actually that's actually a butcher. I mean, that's basically just a normal butcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Butchering dead things is Good point. Uh, he wears a shirt that yeah, is a... The, like, what would the Necro part be? I don't know. You like... You know Butcher the uh, the you know the shirt that George Michael used to wear in in Wham that was a a white shirt with black text that says choose life. Uh, he has uh, Necro Butcher wears a black shirt with white text that says choose death. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which is like seriously a Wham reference? Nice. <laughs> huh. All right. Uh, Jillers asks because I believe that all people who are comedic deserve to die in a hilarious ironic manner. In what hilarious ironic manner would you each like to die? And what would your tombstones? Oh, what what should your tombstones read? Hilariously ironic. Well, I don't know. I like deserve it. to. You mean if, like deserve in a good way? Like for like for a life of comedy, you deserve this this comedic death. death. Yeah. Or, I think just dying or, in a funny way. Or know. you know, you terrible comedians deserve to die in a in an ironic way. Like I'm I'm oh, going to that... choose that she means that in the because you've been so funny over the course of your life, it is fitting that you should leave this earth in a hilarious way oh, okay because i'm still planning on the i'm still planning on just don't die dying in my sleep on my bed made of money having just yes. pl- 
pleasured however num- many number of women. Like that's Di- dying from having possibly, too much that's sex. That's the American possibly dream. Possibly even isn't dying it? during American sex. dream, right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just your heart. Your heart can't take it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're you're having fun, and you get to see the look of sheer terror as the life fades from your eyes and the person you're with. It's uh, it's a win-win uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really call that a funny way to die, though. That's just a good way to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Why, I, know. Why I wouldn't it? mind going on a funny way if I could think of a good way to go, but you know. You know, it's the thing. Like, like, if you're a comedian, you know, people. Are, you want to go out on a good note, right? You, you got to have that, like, those pithy last words, too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You know that everyone is going to quote from then on. So you have to be like, Ooh, I just cut myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I was. I don't know. It depends on what your stick is as a comedian. I, I, I just poop myself. And then yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You're dead. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> well, it's, I'm like, I, I've actually been kind of concerned about that because you know it's like I you know I'd want to do something clever for my last words like you know like maybe quote you know like either these curtains go or i do or whatever except rarely do hospitals have curtains now it's mostly venetian blinds so my last words would probably be like there's no curtains <laughs> I and people would be sweet line, but it doesn't work it no! would be confused it's like yeah, yeah could you yeah. move me to a room that has curtains i really Why? i have something no reason i have something I prepared you'll love it yeah, yeah. And then you know you, well, then, you you've, don't, then you've set it up and you don't want to do just you know what somebody else did. You want exactly. to come up with something new. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I I hilariously ironic would be. I mean, dying like you know we were talking about at one point you know uh, if the the large hadron collider uh, actually you know created a black hole and destroyed the world, which don't write in we know is probably not going to happen. And in fact, almost almost definitely is not going to happen. And in fact, there's a greater chance of random cosmic rays hitting the earth making a black hole happen but anyway if that were to happen uh the idea that you know you see like every the world like collapsing and you just have enough time to go oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> it's and then gone you know because like I, I don't think like if, if there's something was going to happen i didn't know it was going to happen and i just immediately you know immediately oh, immediately your, your life stopped right it was totally unexpected just bang I mean, at that point, it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah. Like, it seems like that would be pretty much the best way to go. I'd like to die. I don't know what kind of funny way I'd like to die in, but I want it to be on YouTube. Mm. Unfortunately, most of the hilarious, ironic ways to die are also really stupid ways, and they just yeah. get made fun of. You get put in the Darwin Awards. Yeah, and, yeah. The yeah. I don't want to do that. ironic. Do that. Like, yeah, you don't want to die in a way that sort of puts I never your... want to be featured on, on I'm... A Thousand Ways to Die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you want to definitely die in a way that wasn't your fault. Yeah. Right? When I heard like with the Darwin Awards when the guy had like I can't remember, he had some type of car and he had a jet engine that he strapped to the top of it. Nice. And then he like flew into the side of a cliff. I was like, Solid Yeah, fuel rocket, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that could be me, you know. <laughs> if I had a rocket <laughs> and I had a car, I would put them together and I would drive it. I'm that type of dumb. So that sounds like a fun time, though. Yeah. 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 Would be That'd be a go. best thirty seconds ever. <laughs> exactly. Woo! Yeah. Uh, I have a car you can use. Well, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Does anyone have a? Uh, I guess we didn't really answer that, but I, I don't think we can. What, what so. would be yeah. on your? What would be on your tombstone? That's yeah. something I want I to think know. about. But I don't know. I think I, it's a oh shit on yeah. tombstone. Would be pretty oh, good. Shit. This oh, kind shit. of question is really asking us to think too much. Uh, on Morgan the spot. is asleep right now, but I know what he wanted to have on his tombstone. Which was um, uh, to quote uh, uh, Spaceballs, uh, he wanted to have at the very top of the tombstone say "Fool you," and then the remaining empty space on the tombstone be filled with exclamation marks. Mm -hmm. Mm. I uh, I would have the guy who had to engrave it had to do all the exclamation marks. Yeah, I I would have a very hard time not requesting "Pretty Shrewd" for a wanker. 
on, on, on Morgan's, Morgan's tombstone, though. Yeah. Yeah, here lies Morgan. He was pretty shrewd for a wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. All right. Illumin Shaw asks, do you think, as the South Park episode suggested, that Spielberg and Lucas raped Indiana Jones in the recent film? Um, I liked it. Yes, I, yes, I do. The, I had a couple issues. Yeah. It, it had issues. I had some serious issues. If it wasn't for the monkey part. And, and the, the aliens. And, and the very last <laughs> And bit, the interdimensional yeah. beings. Uh, it would have been, you know, just like a kind of a mediocre. And the lead line fridge saving from the nuclear I had no, explosion. I had no, no problem with right that. No fucking next to him. No problem totally with that. right in line with yeah. everything Indiana Jones it's, has I, ever stood for. Only if Indiana Jones has a rad resist perk, that's the only way I can figure it out. <laughs> it's the, apparently his rad resist. It doesn't matter. Or he had a bunch of rad away. Lined with lead, Bill. Come on. A lead lined fridge, exactly. It's the monkeys. Oh yeah, just, of course. It's yeah. the the thing with the monkeys just totally broke the uh, yeah the monkeys was bad. the suspension of disbelief yeah. The monkeys. Uh, the and it just Buff turns into Tarzan and, and how yeah. the monkeys caught up with the speeding car because starts, they were like, going around the trees in the middle. The, all the monkeys attack attack Cape like, Blanchett. Let's go get the Germans. Yeah. Okay, so. What the bit at the beginning with the, with the gunpowder flying through the air, magnetism and stuff, kind of just just ended. That was at the that very was beginning. that was pretty that's, silly that's, as well. For but for me, when they were in the big warehouse with all the, the cool things, was. there's so many other good ways they could have went with the story. But they had to, you know they could have went with a whole bunch of different artifacts. It could have been an interesting story, but they chose like that. Yeah. But the crystal skulls. Which, there were yeah. bits that were really excellent. It's yes, exactly. Still, yeah, still based on a, an it was, existing myth, though. Yeah. So it I was mean, it's really well filmed. You know, and but, and yeah. I, I I found it enjoyable. The it mon- was fun. The monkey bit pulled me out of it, and the alien bit at the end was just like, why well, would you do it over the top? It's, yeah. When they were talking about like the crystal skull and it had like the weird shaped crystal skull, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And they were like, it's aliens. And it's like, and I was like, oh, no, that's international beings. Well, I actually went up and down because then they were like, it's aliens. And I was like, oh. That's really a shame. And then when they were at the temple, and there was the the crystal skeletons yeah. sitting around in that room, just the way that that looked, I was like, you know what, this bad. is this is actually, yes. you know what, I'm totally okay with this. And then they all formed into one. There was a yeah. CG alien yeah. and it fried Kate Blanchett's brain, and it was like, yeah. really, yeah. really. And then and then the then like the pyramid takes off, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, I I agree with your your issues with the like it turning into a live alien and frying the brain and everything. Um, I had no issue with it being aliens at all because for so long it's been one of those pop you know pop culture myths that the periods pyramids were helped to have been built by aliens and that the yeah. the big drawings of things that are only visible from space on the planes are signals to extraterrestrial beings that were helping the Aztecs and the Mayans construct their culture and conduct their business. I just, and so I just I, don't feel that that really fits with Indiana Jones. It's, yeah, it, to me, it's... It, it's, 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 it's one of those things where it was like, Indiana Jones, he's always been pursuing these weird, different myths, and this is just another myth, and it is an actual, legitimate, existing myth that some people believe. And so it it wasn't it wasn't out of character in my mind. I didn't have an issue with I, it. I can see I can see what you're saying, and uh, I can see how they could have done it such that it worked. But it they didn't. could have done it better. For it sure, it did not. The way they did it, if if, yeah, they, they, could if, if they wanted to do like the legends that you were talking about with aliens and the pyramids and everything, they probably could have, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah they fucked they, it, it, up. Dude, it up. There, I mean, there's like obviously all sorts of uh, mystical stuff happens, like in the Holy Grail and stuff. Um, but it, they just, yeah, the aliens just crossed the line. And yes, they were not actually technically aliens. They were interdimensional beings. They were aliens. They were totally aliens. <laughs> another dimension. Aliens are aliens, whether they come from planets or dimensions. But uh, my, my problem with the ending was that the whole frying the brain thing, they never, 
even suggested why. They just left us all to assume because it's, that kind of a thing has been done so many times before. You know, that knowledge is too much for a human's mind or whatever. Um, the whole it's it's very much a meme that mm. you know some something from outside of our world is too much for a human, so it destroys us. But they never, you know, they they just had all these wonderful CG effects and then she disappears. Uh, they never say why. They just let us assume that it's one of those things, which, yeah, which like, we've all eh, seen so many times yeah. before. It's right? you know something happened. Yeah, don't, and, don't and, worry about it. And too I mean, much. they never say, and they and they don't really resolve the whole thing either, because you know there are a couple th- ways those things usually go. Either they get you know brought up into the energy matter, energy mass, or whatever it is. You know, kind of a, a Buddhism kind of thing. They get brought into, um, they they cease to become human and they become one with the energy or whatever. So it could have been one of those, or it could have just been that it killed her. Hmm. And again, they don't suggest which happened. All right, and uh, his next uh, different. Oh, I should say that that South Park episode was hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's fucking I, awesome. That they, they that particular point they kind of harped on a little bit too much for me, but <laughs> I just like when they reference it later on. You know, like you have to go to Peru. No, no, a yes. friend of ours was raped in Peru. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyway, he says, "What's your opinion of a?" There was a James Bond book released some years back. Of course, not written by Fleming. Uh. Is this a James Bond book, or is it simply published fan fiction? Um, I think it's a James Bond book. Yeah, well, it, it, yeah. I mean, it basically, like, yes, it is. Kind like, this is not the first series that has gone on being written by someone other than its original author. And I think it basically comes down to if the estate of the author says it is, then it is. Like, if it is published under the title of this is a James Bond book, then it is a James Bond book, just not written by Ian Fleming. I haven't actually read any of the James Bond books, but I was in a used bookstore a few months ago, and I bought, like, five of them because they're really cheap, and, you know, they're sitting in my queue of books to read. So oh, cool. I'm really, I'm really You'll notice excited. that they, they they sort of cherry-pick bits and pieces from different books for the movies. Hmm. Right. None, none of the movies are based on one specific uh, book, the, are they? Uh, Casino Royale. Right. Casino Royale. Is, is the most based on one entire book. Like, there's there's... Uh, tons of the movies that are from title and general plot based on books, but then they would also be like, okay, we're going to do Doctor No, but we want to have this set piece from we're this book because it's funny. Yeah. To it. Well, I, yeah. So anyway, but, uh, it's very silly. I, I remember actually reading an article saying that, that you know the whole uh, chair and rope blacking scene is apparently described in extremely intricate detail in yeah. the book of Casino Royale. Yeah, like that's straight out of the book. Mm. Ian Fleming, messed up guy. All right, Jay Taylor asks to each of you individually: If you had nineteen, if you and nineteen strangers were stranded on a desert island and had to live there for the for, for the foreseeable future, what system of government would you form, and what would your role in that government be? Conch shell. I would be the conch shell. Monarchy. So mean, people had to have to, would have to hold would you. Have to hold me to talk. I'd be the king. <laughs> Simple. Nice. Yeah. Dick, I'd be benevolent monarch. I treat a, them well. I could be a benevolent monarch. I think I think you'd pretty much have to um, have some sort of not not necessarily a dictatorship, but some sort of almost like a military command structure. If there's only twenty, there's only twenty people. If, there, if there's only if there's only twenty people, it can be it could it's sort of it's almost simpler to have one guy in charge. I don't know if there's that small number of people. Like if you get like a hundred, then you really need like maybe like one guy in charge. You get like twenty people. It's pretty much just communism. It's pretty much I just everyone saying, yeah. for themselves, right. or, or everyone for everybody. The, Lack uh, thereof government. The Hitchhiker's Guide solution, where uh, it's capitalism with a currency of leaves. I think that might work. Hmm. I I don't think uh, it'd be a lot of leaves though, like on a desert island. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to manage inflation, but. <laughs> 
I, I think I don't think I would actually I would definitely like if there was some sort of you know monarchy or dictatorship I don't think I would put myself in in charge like because no. you think that like you, you know you're well and also you're on you know twenty people on a desert island and everyone's looking at you it's like so what do we do now I don't know I mean I've never been and I mean presumably I would put the guy who's got some sort of survival skills in charge not the you know comedian. Uh, in all likelihood, <laughs> the person with any level of survival skills or leadership skills would just take charge in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's 20 people is the people from Lost, right? I don't know. Is there 20 people in Lost? I have no idea. I, don't know. No. I, I, I well, assume that's what we're going for. Yeah. But. A lot of them died. Yeah, also and find and out then who... they found the other half of the ship on the side of the island and they got yeah. more. <laughs> find, find the guy who can, who can make stuff, who can make yeah, all sorts of crazy scares. stuff out of <laughs> coconuts. All right. Get um, him to do things for you. Dead Again asks two entirely unrelated questions well actually three but we're not going to do favorite car all right while being a regular internet user what's the longest time you haven't been online what? like since like since you've had regular access to the internet okay, what's the longest time that you've gone without it a uh, week or two uh, i think That's i've it? gone probably probably a week of without any internet because uh my my family has a, a cabin over on salt spring that has no electricity, no running water, no nothing. So uh, six, now I have my iPhone though. So six weeks mm. for me. Uh, when I was fourteen-ish, uh, my family did a big six-week road trip where we drove down down from uh, from Vancouver to Texas-ish. I drove across to Florida up to PEI and came back. Yeah. Uh, so that took six weeks, and I'm pretty sure we weren't on the internet at all during that. Yeah, see, even even like I, I did a big road trip down through the states for three weeks by myself, and he, but he, I was still like checking my email and stuff uh, from yeah. little web terminals and things. Yeah, so I have to go back. I think I also have to go back to like a family road trip with like probably two weeks going around the BC Alberta interior. Probably only a couple of months I can think of. Uh, when you were fighting ninjas. Yeah, yeah, with the ninja fighting. And eventually, you caved and went to an internet cafe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then his second question is: Have you ever eaten a crayon? <laughs> no, unequivocally, unequivocally, no. Which color? Not that I can no. remember. Have you eaten any crayon? Does uh, the color matter? Does that make a difference? If I say red, are you going to say yes? But if yes, I say blue, you'll say no. Red crayon. Okay. But I wouldn't eat a black. Fair enough. That's just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Crayon? I don't know. They're licorice. It's like licorice flavored. It's gross. All right. These aren't smell pens. These are crayons. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, Gospodinia or Gospodina has sort of an extensive lead-up, which is, I had an LRR dream. You all live together in a ginormous house, and while traveling to work, I thought it would be fun to drop by and hang out. James was feverishly working to recreate an internally illuminated cube of whiskey with su- which someone had tricked him, uh, with which someone had tricked him so he could trick others. Everyone else was just kind of lounging around the several living rooms except Graham, who was always in a hurry. <laughs> Things were really awkward, but more or less okay until I flooded the toilet. To be fair, it was nasty in the old bathroom under the stairs, not, not the really nice one in the room edition. The, uh, the one with hooks for everything, uh, for everyone's matching white terry cloth bathrobes with names embroidered on them. While working to fix the plumbing, I heard the conversation turn out uh, turn to just how annoying I was. Ash and Morgan were particularly vocal about this. Naturally, my feelings were hurt, and I should I should have taken the big hint and left. But the raspberry trifle was just too good. Yeah, I'd like to point out we can't be held responsible for things we do in your dream. Okay. <laughs> so the question is, does this disturb you anywhere as near much? Anywhere near as much as it does me. Quite the opposite. Probably not. Me. I that entertained me yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just. I'm glad it was a good. Well. <laughs> I'm glad it was a good raspberry trifle. I yeah. It sounds like something I would love to eat. I just love that 
we made it obvious that you weren't welcome. Yeah. And uh, I would have been razzing on but, you too. But we didn't. We didn't actually tell you to leave. We just sort of were, were really passive aggressive about yeah. it. Yeah. And so, like, oh, geez, it's too bad that people awesome. who are around it was haven't awkward left for a while. yet. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Jeremy Banks at, asks a simple question: Saskatchewan? No. Is that asking like, do I know what it is? No. Just no. look at how it's Saskatchewan, shaped. and I, no. I also answer no. Yeah, so, I've been there. Saskatchewan, easy to draw, hard to spell. I've gone, I've gone through <laughs> there wow, once, nice. and uh, I was not impressed. I gotta say. In the aforementioned you road like trip, wheat? I have no no memories whatsoever from Saskatchewan because we pretty much drove from border yeah. to border yeah. nonstop. Your brain kind of your brain kind of edits it out. Yeah. Some questions about Paul's beard, which no longer applies. <laughs> uh, do any of the crew listen to American Public Radio comedy quiz show? What do you know? No. no. All right. Hey guys, don't know if you remember me, but we met at PAX about two or three a.m. on the second day of the con, and I talked to you all for a bit when you were leaving the building for the night. I do remember that actually. I do. Yeah, I remember the occurrence. Yeah. I can't place the face. Well, that's yeah. It, it was dark. Anyway, first off, just wanted to say it was really cool meeting you. Thank you. And I wanted to look say look forward to seeing you guys next year if you plan on going again, which we do. We do. Anyway, onto a very important question: Who would you rather see die in a fire? Ooh, this is a tough oh, call. Oh shit! Dane Bill. Cook? No, Dane Cook or Carlos Mencia? Ooh. Oh Can man. Can I answer both? Yeah, I know. Wow. I want to burn them both. Really is the thing is, I personally My have not actually been exposed to that much Carlos Mencia. I mean, I know oh, yeah. I know roughly what he's about and why he's so horrible. It's a and, lot of Dan Cook. It's a lot of Mexican jokes. Yeah, yeah. which is and and he's, he's not, not actually he's not actually Mexican, yeah. which is funny. But really, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like I did not know that because that's yeah. pretty much his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. he's not he's not Mexican, and his name known. is not Carlos. Yeah, wow. Uh, and you could probably look up what his real name is, but huh. it's, um, so I would say Dane Cook has affected me in my own life more than Carlos Mencia yeah. for quite me, a lot. I think Carlos Mencia followed up um, Dave Chappelle, right, and kind of was, that's what he's supposed to do, right? Right, because they they were they right he's in the same time show about cancer, right? Yeah, and he does he's just nowhere near the as good, right? So Dave Chappelle is so awesome, and he sucks so bad that I just. That's why I, yeah, I hate him. At, at least, at least Carlos Mencia is not in movies, though. You know, right? Mm. But Dane Cook, I definitely, I, he pisses me off a lot. I, you know, there's lots of rumors that he stole a bunch of jokes. Um, well, same with Carlos I'm not Mencia. Sure those are rumors, there's, yeah, Louis C.K. Yeah, same with Carlos Mencia. Also, yeah, apparently. Yeah. So, and uh, basically, yeah, Dane, yeah. Dane Cook's kind of his a first dip. name is uh, his first yeah. name is Ned. I don't want to see him burn. Right. His first name is Ned, and he's from Honduras. Yeah, Ned from Honduras. That's it. What's his last? Is his last Honduras name Mencia? In, his last name is Mencia. Yeah, his, Honduras is his name South is America. Ned Arnell Mon, uh, Yeah, Ned Arnell Mencia. So, so he's still Latin. So he's from South America, but not Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an um, entire section on his uh, Wikipedia page of accusations of plagiarism uh, and all the people who have accused him of plagiarism. Nice. Uh, anyway, I'd like to cook them both. Actually, I'm and not sure I'd actually Mencia want to see fire. anybody dying in a fire. Well, I wouldn't want to see it. But well, I'm that was the question. That, yeah. um, but I would be happy to hear that either of them had been done, done away with. I tell you, I again, don't. Dane Cook more so I, I because mean, he's I mean, affected me more. You know, I'm not more. that vindictive a person. I, w- I would, I would much rather either them, either of them going basically like one day looking in the mirror and going, "Wait a minute, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> the, what uh, am I doing with my life?" 
The, and then and they look at the joining, sacks of money, and, and then joining the joining a monastery or something. Like I'd prefer because then then they could like really reflect back yeah. on how horrible they were rather than just mm, dying. I like it. The only problem I have with uh, Dane Cook dying in a fire is that then we'd have to look at his face again next Oscar season when they do the he, actors we've lost. Died, yeah. if, if he died this year, he would not make it in the in memoriam. I guarantee you. Right. Fair enough. But they, he did have I, a movie I, last the, year. No, no, it's they don't they don't do recent people. They do people that matter. Nice. I'm I'm saying that the Academy of Arts and Sciences would not give a shit if Dane Cook died. Okay, well that's good. They to know. they only Me put either. people in the in memoriam who actually had some sort of impact on cinema. Hmm. Well, he has, been he, he has had an impact on cinema. He's made it worse. Way, yeah. Okay, a positive <laughs> impact on cinema. Anyway, so we're gonna call it there because we're coming up on an hour. Uh, but Whoa, you're before, coming up on an hour. But before we go, we of course have to deal with the uh, three-week uh, contest we've been having for the uh, the Loading Ready Runners. Uh, now, obviously, we are still working on the Loading Ready Runners website, but when it More does launch, like that. when it w- when it does launch, um, we uh, uh, will be encouraging you all to join the runners and everything, and you'll get uh, you know be like members and all that and the fun thing. But we w- we are awarding uh, member number one after, of course, all of us. Um, to uh, whoever, uh, it's we asked you to dress up like a runner and take a, and take the best picture with the uh, the like the black and the light blue and do the best you could and uh, with with what you got and we got way way more and way more awesome entries than I think we've gotten for any other contest. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure a lot of the costumes were significantly better than the actual costumes that we were wearing. Yeah, like that, like just off the top of my head, um, uh, what were some of the fantastic ones? I love. Um, Evil Jim with the shoes, I thought was hilarious. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed uh, Jester Jay's a lot, mostly for his fizz face. Yes. For those who it's remember so Desert Bus and the lock, the lock was awesome. Oh right, the combination, the combination lock I thought was lock. hilarious. Um, who else was awesome? Which? Uh, oh yes, uh, Captain Malloy, the pirate. Um, who was it in like the pinstripe suit with the vest and the fedora? I can't remember. There was just so many good ones. We're gonna have to archive these photos and uh, put them up on the runner's site yeah, when, yeah. We, when we Definitely, launch it. Yeah, uh, yeah I, uh, I will collect them all and uh, drop them into a group on the... Uh, Do so. Do so, Definitely. On the Facebook page, which we will be officially announcing on Monday, so don't go looking for it quite yet. I probably shouldn't have said that. What, for the runners? Uh, whatever. Mad. Uh, well... I'd no, for yeah, for hustle. It, it's already live. We've already have well, like I know it's eighty live, people but have we joined us. Well, whatever. It We've already well, th- we already now. we already have like eighty followers oh, just because yeah. some people found out about it while we were still making it. Yes, not to name names, Mister Usher. <laughs> uh, you can't see, but I'm staring a hole through this microphone right sent, now. He actually sent me a message on Facebook while Matt was like drawing up the page and was like, "You guys know that URL doesn't work." We're like, "We haven't finished." Uh, duh. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to. I mean, we've been saying how awesome all the entries were, and I'd like to think that everyone who entered entered will be recognized in some way. Oh, absolutely! Even if they didn't win, absolutely. Like, we're so, just so blown so rest away. Assured, yeah, there were there will be some form of reward. For I love there was like there was uh, three guys from I, th- I think it was three guys from England uh, yep, in a so. in a trio of pictures that was that was fantastic. Um, uh, we had a ninja Vaughn and a with pirate the, with the popped collars. We had a ninja and a pirate. Uh, trio of ladies yeah, posted you know, today. No robot, though. You know, ninjas and, like, the runners is a pretty all-inclusive. You know, we take both ninjas and pirates. Yep. You everyone know? gets along. Every Everyone can, yeah, live in harmony and yeah. hate whoever we hate. I don't know. I don't know who actually our rivals are yet, but we'll find out. But, 
Carlos Mencia, possibly. Yeah. Yes. Now the uh, the contest, however, was for the the costume, and uh, you know for the the runner's outfit that looked the best, irrespective of any additional supplemental material such as hilarious X ways to Y videos. Having said that, we also feel that this uh, this gentleman and his lovely girlfriend had the best costumes because dude made bling. He made a runner's shirt and outer shirt and hat and other hat and hoodie and bling. Yes. So I'm not sure how to pronounce his username. It's either ECOCD or ECOCD or ECOD or ECOCD. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> it's spelled ECOCD. But uh, go watch the X Ways to Y video on ways to become a runner that he did because it's pretty fantastic. And, and the I just can't get over the bling. It, it, look, I mean, I didn't even realize even his girlfriend has bling. Look, yeah, it's, it's, it's she's a, got the Loading Ready Run logo vertically from a necklace. Yeah. yeah if if I I am actually very curious as to how he actually like how you actually did that bling. Yeah. It, uh, like it's I in just, the right font and everything. Yeah. If you just uh, you know want to post uh, in the thread, you, you got find people out. from working on the video and and uh, I mean like the video is awesome, but it's like still it's, it's the best actual costume just because it was. So far beyond what we were expecting. So yeah. well played. And and, uh, and if and if uh, if uh, your girlfriend has a uh, forum account as well, I'm not sure if she does, but if she does, I think she'll get recognized. Yeah, as well. we can yeah. put you yeah. one and two. Yeah, yeah, we do that definitely. It's uh, I like that. Um, what what he says here is a special thanks to my girlfriend that not only tolerates but encourages such behavior, and also everyone that helped. Yeah, she's a keeper. Indeed. So. Thank you all uh, for participating in that because it seriously was awesome for us, and we're uh, we're excited once we actually get to uh, launch the site, which um, won't be immediately because we have other things planned that you'll find out about pr- very soon. Yeah. De- depending on when you listen to this podcast, you may already know about it. Yes. So, anyway, point being, it'll be cool. Um, we're going to go have food. Yeah. That sounds like a brilliant freaking idea. Yes. And I love freaking ideas. I, too, love freaking ideas. I'm going to get my freak on on this idea. Please don't get your freak on on this idea. That's me dancing, an al- Matt. An alternative get your freak on. to put your idea into a microwave. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see... Actually... I think, I think it would expand like a bar of soap. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing what this podcast does in the microwave. Hopefully expanding. lights onto it. Yes. We're going to put this podcast yes. in the microwave, expand it to five times its size, and then throw lights on top of yeah, it. Yeah, this, this was yes. originally like a 20-minute... And then you're going to eat it with a spoon? This is originally like a 20-minute podcast, but we put it in the microwave, and now it's an hour long. Uh, you're mistaking something there, Paul. 20 minutes times five does not equal an hour. It, in fact, equals an hour and 40 minutes, which is I'm 100 minutes. <laughs> okay, last, last, last week's podcast was yes. was the one that we put in the microwave. The one, yes. that, the one, the one, the one I, that was an hour and Only if it's growing minutes. five times its size. So, I think Paul was implying I, that it only made three times. Yes, I work on metric time, okay? <laughs> metric multiplication tables? Yeah, it's metric time. It's a thing. Is it? Yeah, it sure is. It is now.